That's it. The U.S. men's national team lost their World Cup round of 16 game against the Netherlands by a 3-1 scoreline on Saturday. The team did some good things. They did some bad things. Ultimately, though, they're heading home with a sour taste in their mouths. To help me sort through this U.S. defeat, I called up Dallas-based writer and data analyst Armand Kafai. Armand knows his stuff and was kind enough to hop on with me to break down the key factors that led to the United States World Cup defeat. I'm Joe Lowry, and welcome to the Backheeled Show, where we bring you unique coverage of American soccer in just 10 minutes or less. You can listen to the show while you shed a few tears for the U.S.'s World Cup run, or while you go out on an angry run of your own to get over this loss, or while you hunt for your new favorite team at this World Cup. Either way, here at Backheeled, we believe that just because soccer games are 90 minutes long doesn't mean that soccer podcasts have to be. So let's get to it and talk soccer. I'm now joined by Armand Kafai. Armand, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? I'm not good. I don't know. Like, are you good? <laughs> no, not not really good. Maybe talking about this game will help us feel a little bit better, Armand. Let's get right into it. The U.S. gave up three goals against the Netherlands. They'd only given up one combined goal in their three previous matches. What went wrong for the U.S. defensively today against the Netherlands? Man, they got really exposed in those moments, man. Those kind of transition moments, man. I mean, I'm looking at some of the, like, you see those FIFA reports that we have that, you know, we can see that the really cool metrics that they have. And, I mean, 21% of the time, the Dutch were in a cha- attacking transition. And I think we saw numbers like that throughout the group stage as well. Uh, but, I mean, defensively, man, it just it just seemed like the team were just making kind of simple mental mistakes. You know what I mean? Guys in, like, hey, Tyler Adams in that first goal – um, you know, you get caught in a transition moment, you kind of just see him. I mean, I get it. You've played so many games in so you know little of time, but it seemed really casual with his jog back and then Depay's open right, right, right there. We saw Dest almost fall asleep on that second goal, right? Like he did fall asleep, I think, on a second goal and uh, Daily Blin was the first to react. And then that third goal we saw, I mean, it was desperate, times were late, et cetera, but it was funny. I was uh, watching it uh, with some friends and they were like, hey, watch back post, watch back post, watch back post. And all of a sudden, the ball goes back post, goal. So I don't know. Did you see anything like that? For me, it was a lot about defensive mistakes on an individual level. I think you're smart to point out Tyler Adams. I think you're smart to point out Dest. And then the defending on the third goal, it just looked like the team was tired. It had been, I think, one of the U.S.'s calling cards under Greg Berhalter is how solid they were defensively. Right. That kind of faded today. Maybe not because of the tactics were wrong, and we can talk about that in a second. But for me, Armand, it was, it was about the individuals. I don't know if that holds up for you as well. I don't think tactically it was a disaster class or anything like that, but it was just simple mistakes. Like it wasn't like a beautiful like breakdown of the defense or anything of that. I mean, the buildup, I think, on the first goal was a beautiful movement through the middle that lets that transition moment. But then you're looking at a guy wide open top of the box with a trailing Tyler Adams, who's been brilliant this entire yeah. tournament. And then you just have an easy goal for a guy like Memphis Depay where, okay, just give him that space to open up, boom, goal. So we talked a bit about the defense there. You mentioned Berhalter maybe getting out coached, maybe not getting out co- coached. What did you make of Greg Berhalter in this game? Did he get the lineup right? What was up with the subs? And I've seen a lot of people on Twitter parroting that you know Berhalter was out coached by Louis Van Hall. Was was there something that Berhalter should have done differently in this game, Armand? So let's talk about the lineups for a second. Um, obviously, like I love Jesus Ferreira. I don't think putting on a forward in his first World Cup game at the knockout stage is ideal. 
but I don't think it's ideal. And Jesus, I think, struggled to make uh, you know, an impact in those first 45 minutes. But again, like I don't think that's necessarily his fault in those moments, you know? Like you come in there and it's your first game in the World Cup on one of the most difficult stages, a knockout stage game. I think his subs were fine. Uh, I think you kind of saw the lack of depth the U.S. had in those moments. I mean, the Dutch are bringing on Xavi uh, Simons, yeah. uh, Simmons Simons, and then we're bringing on uh, guys like Jordan Morris, et cetera. But I mean, Xavi Simmons is a, a class player in the world. There's no disrespect to Jordan Morris at all. I mean, outside of that, I think I'm not like too down on Greg's performance. I don't think he adjusted well, and we've seen that kind of throughout the tournament as well too, a lack of adjustment at times. You know, I think Van Hollers did a really good job of – Setting up the Dutch in a mid to low block. You know, they're in the mid to low block. I'm looking at this 25% of the time in the mid block out of possession and 27% in a low block out of possession. And you set up and you're like, okay, well, we're going to hit them on the counter and see what happens and force the U.S. into mistakes. And we saw that and we saw it on an individual level like we just talked about. And I mean, do you feel the same way? I don't know that Berhalter did a lot wrong. Jesus Ferreira, I think, is a, a fair shout there from you. Maybe this is not the ideal time for him, but if not Ferreira, is Haji Wright really bringing you all that much more in this game? Right. On, on the adjustment front, this is the part that I, I've struggled with. Armand, are there adjustments that you think Greg Berhalter in the U.S. could have made in this game to try to salvage something of a result? Joseph, it's so tough for me because, again, like I can sit here and be, you know, the, the coach, you know, play FIFA, do whatever, right? But, like, I think the key was going into the half at 1-0. You go into that, you go into that break 2-0, you have to commit numbers forward, right? You have to push everyone high, which is going to lead you vulnerable on, on counters, which the Dutch, you know, were setting up. We saw the Dutch were setting up for those moments as well in transition. So naturally, that's going to leave you more open at the back, which naturally is going to create more chances for the Dutch, which you're going to have to do to create more chances for yourself. Can you go direct in those moments? I guess subbing on maybe a Hodgie, right? earlier if you want to go direct but was he really a solution there i don't think so we saw in the moments that i mean outside of that ridiculous goal he scored which i don't i don't even know how you scored that goal to be honest with you uh i mean I, i've looked at it a few times like i don't even know how that went in but like i don't know joseph i don't know i'm I'm struggling to find any adjustments because i think going to break 2-0 against a team as talented as the dutch i think there is in a really really bad spot and any adjustment i think probably would have fallen short Armand, to close us out here, I want to have you give the U.S. a grade for their performance at the World Cup. Not just the game against the Dutch, but on the whole, a bitter taste in everyone's mouth right now. But how do you think this tournament went for the U.S.? Give me a letter grade. I'm going to split it into offense and defense. Okay. okay? Offensively, a C. The team struggled to finish. This team struggled to put away opportunities. We saw uh, two goals in the group in the group stage. We saw one goal today. I think the U.S. definitely struggled in those opportunities. Uh, to score I think defensively we're looking at a I mean if you remove this game I'd probably have a higher grade but this game is included yeah so I think we're thinking more of like a B uh, a B or B minus if you include this game this game we just saw a lot of errors are uncharacteristic of a U.S. team that we saw throughout the tournament and the the compact defensive shell they had look at their expected goals they allowed wasn't much at all throughout those matches um, in the group stage and then in this game I think it was a little bit of a different story especially with how desperate they had to play and especially with the mistakes that they made. But, I mean, a B or B minus uh, defensively, that might be a little harsh, to be honest with you, but a C offensively. I don't, they just couldn't create the opportunities, I think, to punish teams in those moments. Yeah. Armand, thank you so much for joining me. I really appreciate it. There'll be a link to follow Armand Kefai on Twitter in the show notes. That's it for this episode of The Backheel Show. If you're looking for more American soccer coverage, check out backheel.com. We'll talk to you again soon. 
Oh, 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 oh,